Welcome to Wellness with Emsi. This podcast is proudly brought to you by thewellnessaffair.com. In a world where there is a contradicting mix of information surrounding health and wellness, it can be hard to work out what is really good for us. Traditionally, health is thought of as just exercising and eating right, when in actual fact, there are many facets of health, and to hold optimal levels of health, our physical, spiritual, emotional, mental and social health needs to be in good shape. So it may be challenging to maintain a healthful and abundant lifestyle while juggling work, kids, relationships, life challenges and all the rest in between if we aren't taking care of all the aspects of our health. If you're looking for all things health and wellness, you've come to the right place. My name is Emma, aka Emsy, and as a PT, health coach, and nutritional advisor, I'm passionate about inspiring others to rediscover their healthy. Join me as I explore what it means to be healthy and well in 2020. Get ready to delve in as we chat about social convention, fads, and diets, and listen in as we chat with authenticity and vulnerability about some of the struggles myself and my guests have encountered along the way. On today's episode, I'm chatting to friend and business owner, Sally Wright. Not only is Sally a busy mum, wife and personal trainer, but she also runs a small but busy personal training studio in Orange, New South Wales. Listen in as Sally shares her experiences around health and wellness whilst taking on business ownership and motherhood. Sally talks a bit about health and wellness, what it means to her, how it has evolved over time, and how it's made her a better personal trainer. Well, thank you for joining me, Sally. I appreciate your time. It's a bit of a crazy, crazy time at, at the moment. We're lucky to be doing this from home. Lucky, unlucky, depending on how you see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no worries at all. Thanks for having me. No worries. Let's get into it. Um, let's um, start with your introduction. So you're a personal trainer. You're a busy mum, wife and business owner. Tell us a little bit about your health and wellness journey and how you ended up in Orange running Tough Love. Um, sure. Well, I um, after I finished uni, I moved to London for two years, which was like 2010, and I was met my now husband over there. So I came back... Um, in 2012 and I was back in Sydney for a year and I decided to follow my husband out to Orange, a little country town Orange. Um, there definitely wasn't much happening there. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, he had his own um, trade business up here and I was like, why not? I'll come, come to you. So um, yeah, I came over here and I, I had my graphic design degree, which I was doing in Sydney. Um, but it was pretty hard to get into in Orange. Just didn't really seem to be much of a market um, for it at the time. It was very 
very still small, I guess. Um, so I was kind of floating around um, office jobs and cafe jobs and things like that for a while. And then one day I, at the gym I was going to, there was a competition to win a group fitness instructor course. And, and I'd always been interested in health and exercise and things like that. So I entered and then I won, which I can't believe. Um, and I know, and um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. So started doing that and then moved into my, so that was my cert three. And then um, from there did my cert four in personal training and I loved it. It was, loved it, it was so good. Um, and so I started contracting to the previous owner of Tough Love Personal Training, um, Monique in 2016. And I was um, contracting to her for a little while. Um, and then I had my, uh, went off for mat leave, end of 2018, August, and then came back beginning of last year. And she offered to um, sell the business to me, which was totally unexpected. Yeah. Um, but I bought it. <laughs> and here I am now, I'm a business owner. And it's been a year. Um, it's, it's been awesome. I, at first I was very, just doing very little capacity because my baby was still small. And um, so I was just doing uh, PT clients and group classes and things out of like the scout hall and um, a primary school hall and using um, like parks and things like that. And then um, a studio popped up in, well, it wasn't, it's not really a studio. Well, it is now, but it was like a shed um, in August. And um, I just was really keen just to have a base, just to have where, just, yeah, you know, just my own studio. It was, it's so nice training outdoors and things like that, but just somewhere to have all my equipment and just somewhere where people can go, just one spot, make yeah. it not confusing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I had that studio since August. Um, and it's been great. And I... Um, business has been going really well um yeah yeah it's been it's been so good I, I just can't even believe that I'm doing it I guess um so yeah that's been since August and um now it's March so up until I suppose last week yeah. <laughs> when um gyms were told to go into a temporary lockdown whilst we're going through all this COVID-19 stuff. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, but yeah. So I'm currently shut at the moment, but I'm doing online stuff. So yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens, but it's been a crazy few years. It's all gone so quickly, but yeah, yeah it's been fun. <laughs> So how do you manage to fit in everyday life, business, your baby, your husband, and maintain your health, your sanity, your general wellness? <laughs> how does, um, I don't know, how does it all fit in? Um, it's hard. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> I don't know. You make it work when you're a mum, don't you? Um, yeah. I suppose... Cliff's in daycare a couple of days a week, so I try and get as much done as I can when he's there. Because, as you would know, when you've got a kid around, they just require your full attention all the yeah. time. <laughs> um, especially, he's 18 months, so at this age, he's just so busy and just so 
just wants to get into everything, climb on everything. Um, so, yeah, I suppose Mondays I try and – he's in daycare, so that's when I try and write my programs and my classes, so at least I'm prepared for work. Um, and that's really important to me to just try and get that done because I really don't like – Obviously, I'm self-employed and I work for myself, so I have to think about work a lot, but I also try not to, I guess. And so, like, I'm just prepared and, um, you know, I try really try hard not to leave things to the last minute, otherwise I tend to stress. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was working every day and I just – I was finding it difficult towards the end of last year because things were really picking up and I was loving it, but – like I really just wanted today not to think about a day, just not to think about work and just to spend time with Cliff and give him my full attention and not be distracted by replying to a client or, or something like that. So yeah. now at the moment, Wednesdays is my day off with Cliff. Um, we were having like doing lots of fun activities, like going to the gym and swimming. Um, yeah. But then that's all cancelled. <laughs> so we're doing lots of painting, mm-hmm. which is fun. But, you know, just spending time together and yeah without distractions is is pretty important to me um and then I guess on the weekends like I try really hard just to have some time with Adam my husband and and Cliff and I and um just for us not catching up with other people I mean we do sometimes of course but you know just some time together and yeah to be a family um <laughs> I was just saying you've got lots of family time ahead of you. You won't be catching up with anyone now. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean stuff definitely doesn't happen some days, don't get me wrong. Um I'm actually studying my pre and postnatal certification and I've allocated like lunch times that I can do them when Cliff goes down for his lunch nap, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes I just wanna eat my own lunch without <laughs> anyone trying to eat it and go on Instagram. So, you know, I just, <laughs> yeah, definitely have some routine to my week, but other times you just have to let it go with the flow. Otherwise you just go a bit mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. As Harper's just come in and is peeking in the door going, what are you doing mom? And I'm like, I told you, unless there was an emergency, <laughs> don't come in. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> Pardon me. Um, so what rituals or routines do you currently follow and how have they developed over time? Has your perception of what it means to be healthy changed with age or having cliff? Yeah, um, definitely. I guess now um, health, like in terms of like nutrition and food and things like that, I try to look at um, the big picture. So eating, you know, eating delicious, nourishing foods most of the time and getting out and moving when you can, um, I I think is so important. But I don't try and stress about it too much. I think that definitely six years ago, five years ago, whatever, I was training really intensely training super hard for hours every day and I was eating so different um and I was you know measuring out every gram of oil and fretting about eating flour in a zucchini slice and all this kind of ridiculous stuff um which personally for me created some really unhealthy habits and it has taken me years to stop feeling guilty about eating like certain food groups 
So now it's more just about, um, yeah, just about, yeah, like I said, just eating well most of the time and, you know, finding something that you love doing and, you know, exercise wise and, and doing it and enjoying it. And it's not about slogging yourself to death um, for me. And now if I want to enjoy food and have ice cream or cake, wine <laughs> i will um, I, I guess I think that's, that's, to me, that's my version of healthy anyway i guess yeah yeah i think that's yeah awesome. yeah thanks <laughs> it's, it's similar to mine because i spent a lot of time um beating myself up about eating chocolate or whatever and going oh it's, you know it's the end of the world and i'm going to be yeah. forever when it shouldn't <laughs> be like that at all like yeah yeah, yeah exactly. I get that. yeah, yeah. So do you work mostly with women? Um, yes, I'd say most of my clients are women, yeah. Yeah. So what's the biggest thing you, that comes up for you when you're training your clients? Um, honestly, hmm, it's funny. I'd say one of the biggest things that people often talk about is burning off the weekend. Okay. Um, <laughs> As in like, oh, I've eaten really crap or I ate, I don't know, I drank a bottle of wine and had heaps of cheese and um, just that really guilty, that guilt that they have with food and um, yeah. yeah, and just may not even realise that it's not great for their mental health to have that kind of um, negative association with food when they should just be enjoying their birthday party or enjoying the wedding that they went to. Yeah, enjoying the food and the celebrations rather get, than get hanging up about it and wanting to burn off, burn it all off the next day. Yeah, which you can't really do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Friday, the weekends have got no calories, and then by Sunday, it's like, oh crap, I need to get rid of those calories. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I would say that's one of the things that come up a lot with um, women. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, surprisingly, when I first started, this was a few years ago, I thought that a lot of um, everyone would just want to lose weight. Um, this is actually a positive thing that I'm about to say. I thought everyone would be like, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to lose 10 kilos. I want to turn my bum. Um, I want to, you know, this or that. But um, most of my clients, like my new clients, when I was a newbie, they were saying that they just um, wanted to feel good and they just wanted to move their body and, yeah. I thought that was really nice. Um, yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, it was just really different response than what I was expecting, which was really cool that, um, you know, still people just wanted to feel good about yeah. moving, not necessarily have all these um, body image goals, I guess. Yeah. Do you um, think that that helped you as a PT? Yeah. For sure, yeah. definitely. Um, because I think as well, maybe not then, but previous previously, that's all I that's all I ever saw exercise for was um, getting thin. Yeah, you know. So um, hearing that kind of stuff was just so refreshing, and yeah, definitely it's helped develop the way I am as a personal trainer now, and just how important it is to for your mental health to speak like that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what are some of the challenges you've faced when it comes to being healthy and well? I know you've mentioned a few things um, about food and not feeling guilty, but what other things have you found challenging when it comes to your own health and wellness? Um, recently, I would say having... Uh, well, I, yeah, particularly since having Cliff, so having a baby... Um, you can't, and being, I don't know, I think a lot of mums feel like they already um, don't look, maybe not, not to not say they don't look after themselves enough, but everyone else is more important. Yeah. So it's really easy to make sure that, um, but not really, yeah, it's easy, I suppose, to make sure that Adam has got his lunch packed and, and Cliff's ready to go to daycare and this and that. And, um, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> crap, I've got like a crust of bread. What am I going to have for lunch? Like, most of the time it's cheese and tomato grilled, just so everyone yep. knows. <laughs> um, just um, <laughs> And I don't get sick of it. But, um, yeah, I suppose that, yeah, I find that I try and look after everyone else first and then I forget about myself. So I am trying to be more conscious in making some more time for me. Um, and that's kind of started this year um, or the end of last year. We got, I had a lovely yoga lady, Serena, um, contracting out some yoga classes at the studio and that's been really nice. So I've been making an effort to go to them every week and just having that time for myself. Um, yeah. For my own mental health and mindfulness and just taking some time for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say that'd be the, the number one thing and just always being busy like always you know I, unfortunately I feel like I'm always connected to my phone so because I do get talk to clients all day and social media is a lot of where a lot of inquiries and communications happen so that can take up a lot of my time um so yeah I suppose it, just being that's like busy and on the go maybe not eating as well as I should have or putting off doing a workout because I'm, I'm getting stuff done. Um, yeah. I, I, I suppose that can be quite challenging, but um, yeah. I guess that's part of being a small business owner. Yeah. I think a lot of people can resonate with that as well. A lot of people are, you know, they've got busy lives and there's yeah. they need to get done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. So are there any days where you feel low, where you don't want to do anything and your care factor is pretty low? Like how do you, what do you do? What do you pull, do to pull yourself out of a funk? Um, definitely, particularly in this last week, couple of weeks have been really difficult. But um, I would say that Cliff keeps me very busy. So a lot of the time if I'm feeling crap, it, I quickly do snap out of that funk because um he's done something naughty that I've got to resolve <laughs> or um he's done something really funny and then it really sounds kind of lame but it does really make me appreciate um what I have yeah. um I guess and yeah I I try and keep in touch with my friends I'm pretty open with my feelings um, and I think that's, even though I don't apply it all the time, but I think that's just so important. Just 
yeah, speaking to your mates and yeah. um, being truthful about what's going on. Um, and, you know, because I know for me, like, I don't expect, if I tell someone something, I don't necessarily expect them to help me with my problem or resolve the issue or anything like that. I just want someone to listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Because um, it's so easy sometimes to get stuck in your own thoughts and, um, you know, just really dwell on them and get really negative and that kind of thing. So just putting it out in the air is... Yeah, so having yeah. a standing board. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Totally. Yeah. Um, cool. So your favourite question, what has been your biggest life lesson um, regarding health and wellness, either your own or for a client you've helped? Yeah, awesome. Um, this took me so long. I really just dwelled on this question. <laughs> um, I don't know why. <laughs> um, I suppose, yeah, I, I guess it's just like you need to, you need to be kind to yourself. You're a lot from what I've learnt from how I used to be like when I was training to what I'm like as now a personal trainer and helping people is um, how important your mental health is. Mm -hmm. And um, you only, and it sounds so cliche, but you only get one body and you only get one life. And, you know, sometimes I think about that and I'm like, crap, like I'm 30. Like, I don't know how long I've got left. Say if I do have a long life, I'm left. I've got like 50 years. Like that's, that's 50 years and it's done. Like that's really, it's really scary sorry it's probably a bit morbid but it's like you want to make the most of it and um do the things that you enjoy and um yeah be kind to yourself like yeah beating yourself up about things and um not being happy with your life um you know it's not 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 a very nice way to live yeah um I, i suppose that's um yeah, just, I mean, I suppose everyone knows to to an, to a point, like, be kind to yourself. But when you really think about it, it's like, yeah, just do things for yourself and do things that are nice. And yeah, that's probably what I would say. I think, um, I think that's great. I, I really agree with that as well. And I think um, I had to tell myself a lot of the time, at the end of the day, if I still weighed what I am, has it changed you know, how I did this or I had, you know, if I go and, I don't know, do something I've always wanted to do, if I'm heavier than what I wanted to be, is it going to change it? No. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I love that. Yeah. Um, So on the first episode, I spoke about not comparing ourselves to unrealistic images on social media, as well as the people around us. Have you ever been caught in the comparison trap and how did you make the realisation that this wasn't serving you? Um, yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, so much. My body has changed a lot after having Cliff and it's very easy to compare yourself to um, other people, um, other PTs, particularly mum PTs that have just bounced back with their pre-baby body, which good on them. amazing um but yeah I guess I found myself quite a few times getting caught up in not looking like them or um 
you know, being um, a lazy mum or um, PT by not trying harder. Um, but I think, um, I suppose I just kind of realised that, that, like, I'm kind of taking baby steps. So, like, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, like I was saying earlier, like, eat, I'm trying to eat mindfully and not eat nourishing foods most of the time and moving and doing what I enjoy, but I'm not in the position um, mentally, like, t in terms of time, in terms of anything to be doing calorie counting or anything like that, which is yeah. what's going to help you ultimately, um, you know, being, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much, but you know, in terms of your calories, that's what's going to help you ultimately lose weight or lose fat. Um, and I just, it's not for me. Um, so I'm doing it in my own way. And I, I suppose I just sometimes I just have to go back on that and be like, no, I've done that before sure I got results but I wasn't happy and now that I've got a family like that's what I need to um look after is yeah. my happiness and my family so um yeah I suppose yeah I definitely have times when I compare but um everybody's different yeah, <laughs> yes. um yeah everyone's got their own stuff going on maybe they've got heaps of time and things like that to do that but yeah. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. And each to their own. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I think it's amazing if people can be that dedicated. Yeah. So personal development is all the rage at the moment. It seems to be growing. Have you had to do any work around running a business? Is there anything that you've discovered that you struggled with or had to learn when you took over Tough Love? Um. Yeah, definitely. I, there's a lot more work when you're like the sole business owner, which I didn't realize before. Yeah. Um, like I always had contracted previously and managed my own clients and things like that. But then when you put in things that you don't think about, like your website and your social media and your emails and <laughs> fobbing off marketing and all this kind of stuff, like it's, it's quite a lot. Yeah. Um, going on I feel like I'm always thinking about work or Adam's asked me what are you doing I'm doing a social media post work I'm not just scrolling <laughs> um you know but um yeah it yeah definitely yeah I mean I suppose it's one of those things you know is going to be hard but you don't realize how hard it is until you do it like childbirth <laughs> um but um I think I'm also a really emotional person and I can really get easily get caught up in what others are going through. So I think I've also had really had to work on my um, delivery of advice with clients, particularly non-exercise related. So like um, mental health related and things like that, mm -hmm. um, where I found it, uh, I found it, it's so important to show empathy, obviously, and I'm naturally empathetic, but, and offering solutions, but also try and turn it back onto the client to find their own, own solutions rather than solving it for them. Yeah. Which is, like, I don't know, you know, sometimes when people come with you advice and you want to solve it and help them and stuff, but it's, it's sometimes it's just not your place to, yeah. And you've got to try and put it back on them and um, to find it and to kind of, kind of going back to a question before, I suppose, but I guess, um, yeah, there is a lot of that kind of, yeah, stuff with clients that you kind of talk about as well 
um, yeah. as well as exercise. There's a lot yeah. of chatting and things that come out in the open. Did you not? <laughs> did you not? Did you not expect that? Like, did you think it would all just be training and and that that would be it when you started out? Um. Yeah. Definitely. I did. Yeah. Sorry. I did just expect it to be training. I didn't realize how much of an emotional side there would be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm the same too. You just think I'm going to get in there and I'm going to train people and they're going to lose weight. And then yeah. you have these mm. emotional beings in front of you and you're like, Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like I love it. And, but yeah, yeah it's completely different to what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what has been the biggest blessing or gift you have been able to uncover in your journey when things haven't gone to plan? I know that things aren't entirely going to plan at the moment and you're still working through some of that stuff, but can you think of any? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely at the moment, I things aren't going to plan with the gym closure, but um I suppose I'm still really lucky that I am able to use like an online platform to train my clients and um, um, yeah, train my clients and run my classes. And I suppose I'm lucky that all of them have um, internet that they're able to do that as well. Um, and that they still want to keep training with me, even though it's not um, face to face. Yeah. That's, that's really nice. Um, I think um from yeah from all of this it, it really shows that um i've got some really nice and understanding and great clients that have turned into friends that had kind of stuck through with me through it all even when i went on maternity leave and didn't work for six months like most of them picked back up again even if they weren't doing pt they were doing um classes or whatever and that was um that was really nice to show that i was valued I guess, and um, that, yeah, that's. I would say that's a really a big thing, actually. Just how um, supportive and um, yeah, dedicated my clients are, and to me and to my business, and being um, respectful of me and my time and that kind of thing. Um, that's been really nice. Yeah. and yeah just to feel valued in what you do because sometimes I think everyone feels that they might not be doing a good job or um yeah don't feel valued I suppose so yeah just having that yeah is really nice oh, sorry cool. I didn't really answer that question very well <laughs> no you did a great job <laughs> um, if you had any advice to give someone starting on a health and wellness journey what would it be yeah, I would say try not to get caught up in the social media craze. It's yeah. so overwhelming at the moment. It is intense. Um, and, you know, I'm only on Facebook and Instagram and that's enough for me. I know there's a million other platforms. Um, what I would say to anyone would be do some research um, mm -hmm. about what's important for your basic nutrition and, you know, eat well most of the time. So, you know, um, it's you know that kind of stuff is pretty easy to find you can find them in ba pretty basic websites yeah. reputable websites um yeah so, so like eat look for at health that. and those sorts of websites what was that so eat for health the government websites are really yeah good. exactly yeah. exactly i couldn't think of the name that's why i didn't yeah. say 
but that's the one I was thinking of. Um, yeah. You know, and, um, you know, that kind of stuff is your best, your best point um, to start with. And then finding um, an exercise or a sport or something that you really love that gets your body moving and try and do that a few times a week. So, you know, whether that be um, like a team sport, which you're not allowed to play right now, or maybe going for a walk or doing an at-home workout um, or something like that, you know, that, you know, you love doing, you love it when you're doing it and you love the feeling after it. Yeah. Um, I think that's so important. Um, you know, making sure you're drinking lots of water. It's, you know, totally, everyone knows have two liters of water a day, but your water makes such a difference to everything in your whole entire body and getting enough sleep as well is so important so important you know your body needs to time to um you know re-energize overnight to start the next day fresh and make it be able to work the best way that it can um and then the last thing i would say is um listen to your body and if you need to have a rest have a rest don't beat yourself up if you you know you really want to do a workout but you're feeling sick don't do it. Like your body is telling you it's tired. It's sick. It needs to rest. It needs to recover. It's like, yeah, I know so many of my clients hate missing a workout when they're sick, but there's really no point doing it when you're sick. It's not going to, it's not going to really help. It just leaves you feeling worse. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I suppose I would say is, you know, basic, you know, eating well most of the time, finding exercise that you love and moving, um, drinking enough water and getting enough sleep. That would be the four main things. Yeah. Um, or yeah, and listening to your body. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that's right. <clears throat> yeah, I think that there's so much out there, and, but they're like kind of your basic steps. Yeah. I, I think the most important. Yeah. Mm. I think we tend to overcomplicate too. Like a lot of people think it's really complicated, but we just need to go back to Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, what has been your biggest driving force? What motivates you to inspire people to become healthier than what they already are? I guess it would be um, knowing that it's just going to have such a positive impact on their mental health. Um, it, you know, moving your body, as I've talked about before, just. You know, it's so important to keep your mind and your body active. And um, no matter what, I don't know, when clients come to me and they've got their goals, whatever they may be, but I kind of say to them, like, you know, these are really great, these are really achievable, um, blah, blah, blah. The first thing you're probably going to notice is that you might sleep better or you might um, wake up feeling more energised and might be happier throughout the day. And and that's really important to me. That that's one of the first things they, they see as well. I mean, obviously their own goals are super important, but, you know, seeing how much better they're going to feel mentally and then the physically will come, like, not long after, I think that's just, it's so important when people just feel well and feel good and move their body because it feels good. Um, I, I would say that's that's probably my, yeah, what motivates me, just knowing that the how they're going to change mentally is going to be, is so different and yep. they're just going to feel so good for it. Yeah. And that you get to play a role in that too. You get to help them do that. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, thought about that, but yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. So what's the best thing about running your own business and helping people become better versions of themselves? What do you love the most about it? Like the freedom, the flexibility? Um, definitely lots of things. Um, I like being my own boss. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked I like to do things my own way and um, I, yeah, I just like, yeah, I like to think my own way. I like, I like, yeah, I just, (laughs) yeah, I like being in charge of things that I feel confident being in charge with, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's so nice um, to be, um, to be the point of contact, I suppose. I do have the um, um, freedom definitely of, making uh, coordinating all my timetables and my clients um so it works for me um so it works around cliff as well um it's a great um industry to be in when um you've got a little 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 one um with a partner that can help um i wouldn't say i i used to do a lot of early mornings before I had a baby, but I'd say those days are behind me now. Um, I need my sleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so good just being able to, um, yeah, um, I don't know, I'm getting all funny about it. Um, I suppose just it's such a personal job as well. I mean, that's why it's what a personal trainer. So um, being that, like my sister contracts to me as well. So she's running a couple of um, classes and has a couple of PT clients, which is really nice. But um, it's so nice knowing everyone and being um, and knowing everyone's bodies or like you know their injuries, their concerns, their goals, that kind of thing. Um, having that really personal touch is important to me. Um, I hate for anyone to be coming and you know feel like I didn't know their name or go unnoticed or anything like that, and they definitely don't. Yeah, I'm not that big of a studio. But, um, you know, that's also just <laughs> important to me as well. Yeah. Um, so you're really hands-on. You like to know what's going on in all aspects of the business. And I, I do. Yes, I do. I just like to be in control. Um, I get really stressed when things aren't going the right way. So, um, yeah, for me, um, that's important. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's running your own business. Yeah, it's definitely tough. It's definitely time consuming but I kind of forget about all that when I'm in there with my clients and and working with them in their private sessions or their group classes like it all just kind of afterwards just the feeling is like oh you know it's like I love it like I leave work and I love it I don't leave hating it which is so nice yeah that's yeah 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 it is it is good yeah So everyone knows that Instagram is lots of shiny, pretty pictures and um, a lot of um, us perceiving things to be. But we know that life doesn't always look like that and we're just posting a portion of what we want to share. But do you feel any pressure in the public eye to be that perfect image? Um, probably no. No, um, I, like I said earlier, like sometimes I can get 
caught up in comparing myself to other mum PTs and whatnot. But I think in terms of my social media, I try and keep it pretty real mm-hmm. and um, pretty, and I try and keep it relatable. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, those beautiful polished Instagram um feeds are amazing don't get me wrong and sometimes I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) um I'm gonna do that with my profile (laughs) but that's a lot of hard work for starters (laughs) but yeah it's not I I, I mean I don't know but I just try and make mine relatable and regular and you know very factual I guess it sounds really lame but you know um different you know what our timetable is different types of classes that we have on what personal training means look at this pretty flower um i don't know this is our studio things like that like um i'd like to have some more like workout and other content like that on there but um yeah i think it's a and i don't feel too yeah i don't feel pressured to have a sparkly instagram account as much as they are nice um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah just try and keep it real yeah well that's good and I think yeah. you can relate more to that when it is that real like I say people look at the Instagram um feeds and go it's so shiny their life is so perfect um when it's probably not the case anyway yeah yeah that's so true yeah yeah definitely. yeah um so last question what legacy would you like to leave behind or that you would leave behind I know you love this question too. <laughs> um, I guess I'd love to see um, I, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there, but I'd love to see just um, how important mental health is as much as your physical health. Because yeah. personal training and boot camps and gyms and things like this is also trendy right now um particularly for like that physical side and you know your booty burn and get rid of your bra back fat and all that kind of stuff which is ridiculous in my opinion but um i'd love it to shift more about you know how good you're going to feel mentally um um by doing exercise like of course you know your goals are important and you know, wanting to be a healthier version of yourself is important, but just just shifting that focus to your mental health being just as important would be really nice because it will make it will make such a difference to so many people's lives. Yeah. Um, you know, I think particularly at a time where um, I know we're talking about down the track, but now when pretty much everyone is um, cooped up in their houses, um, you know, this is really going to make a difference people's mental health if they if they're keeping active and and things like that um yeah i think yeah i don't know kind of just got went on a weird tangent then but um (laughs) yeah i would say that yeah just showing that you know um your mental health is important and like mindset's important and um yeah looking after yourself mentally as well as physically yeah it's just so important um, to a person. Yeah, I think that would be something that would be really nice. Um, 
I really hope it does in this like day and age where like social media is so big. Yeah. Um, I really hope that, yeah, I really hope that's what happens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I am. Um... I know it's it's a crazy time at the moment and um, we kind of don't know where anything's going to go. So I really thank you. <laughs> well, no worries at all. Yeah. Thanks for having um, me. You're welcome. I will pop all your um, all the links in the show notes for people to find you if they would like to do some online training with you. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, thank you. Contact you, get some tips and check out your Instagram and Facebook as well. <laughs> my dazzling instagram yeah cool thank you so much you're welcome in light of covid19 tough love personal training is offering online pt and group classes from the comfort of your own home so if you're looking to get fit stay fit or stay sane in the coming months head over to tough love's facebook or insta pages for more info Alternatively, you can check out all that Sally has to offer via the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Wellness with MZ podcast. It was proudly brought to you by thewellnessaffair.com. If you've enjoyed this episode today, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. This will help us reach as many people as possible on our mission for health.